Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt, a podcast about electric vehicles, autonomous driving, renewable energy, and much, much more. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about FreeWire's new DC fast charging cabinet. We're going to talk a little bit about Rivian and Ford. And uh, of course, we got a little Tesla news. At the very end, though, we have a special report from Allison Sheridan. Allison and Steve went to CES this year, and they've been so kind by sharing their content with us. And today, Allison interviews Greg Larry from Pivotal. What is Pivotal, you might be asking? Well, you're, you're going to have to wait to the end of the show to find out. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our EV news. Let me get back up to the top of the page here. Here we go. VinFast has signed a partnership with Middle Eastern dealer group Batwan Automobiles Trading, LLC, uh, this will bring VinFast vehicles to the Middle East. VinFast is currently in or expanding to the following regions. Vietnam, obviously, their Vietnamese company. The United States, Canada, Europe, India, and the Middle East. And then, as a side note, completely unrelated to the previous story, uh, VinFast's numbers in 2023, their delivery numbers were down just a little bit, but their profits were actually up just a little bit. So I'm looking forward to seeing what VinFast does in 2024. All right, let's move on to our next story. Arkady Sosanov, founder and CEO of FreeWire, a DC fast charging company. Arkady was on our show in October of 2023 talking about their, at that time, their fast charging products. He did mention that there was a a new update coming in early 2024. Well, that update is here. But before we get to that, if you're not familiar with how FreeWire DC fast chargers work, is they have a battery pack in the charger. And without going into a bunch of detail, because you can go back and listen, it's episode 428 and 429. One's a shorter version, one's a longer version. But anyway, by having that battery pack in, in the actual DC fast charger itself, 
it allows the business owner, the property owner to save money because they don't necessarily have to upgrade their electrical panel because the DC fast charger, that initial boost of energy that goes into your car, that comes from the battery. It's not being drawn from the grid. And FreeWire says that this actually makes them cheaper to install and to operate. Well, let's get to their newest product, the Boost Pro series. Now, there's two different models of the Boost Pro. I looked at the specs on both, and I wasn't really clear as to what the difference was between the two. They look almost identical to my eye. I'm sure there's a difference because they're different models, but to me, they look the same. They feature a 24-inch touchscreen. Each cabinet has a 150-kilowatt-hour battery pack, which in the newest versions, that energy stored in the battery pack can be shared throughout all of the chargers, the Boost Pro chargers that are installed on site. In the older version, just the Boost chargers, you are not able to share the capacity of the batteries between the other chargers. So so if you pulled up to one of FreeWire's cabinets, and the one that you chose has no battery capacity left whatsoever, you're just gonna you're gonna charge at a much slower weight because now you're charging from the grid. Whereas the person next to you pulled up to that boost uh, DC fast charger and that battery happens to be completely full, they're gonna get a much faster charge. So obviously the boost pro uh, way of doing things is much better of having that battery capacity shared throughout all of those cabinets versus each cabinet has, has its own capacity. That That's better customer experience overall. But it's also better for business owners because you have bi-directional power flow. So for business owners, they'll be able to utilize the capacity in the battery if they choose to, to offset their electricity cost, especially during peak uh, pricing. So that's, that's a benefit to the business owners. In the event of a power outage, they'll actually be able to utilize the battery packs to keep the power on for the business. And one of the things I thought was kind of funny is in the video that they released, they showed the battery packs at a convenience store. So the convenience store has DC fast charging and gas pumps and the battery packs were keeping the power on for the gas pumps so people could get gas while the outage was going on, which just goes to show that they're trying to sell these to gas station operators. And finally, the business owners could actually generate some revenue with this, not only by selling electricity to EV owners who want to charge their cars, but they could actually sell electricity back to the grid. Overall, this is a pretty cool update. I'm going to try and get Arcady back on the show to talk about the new products. I already have March's shows already kind of planned out, so we'll look and see into April if we can't get him back. The Rivian R1S is the fifth best-selling EV in the U.S. Rivian delivered 24,800 R1Ss in 2023. When you consider <laughs> when you consider all of the troubles that Rivian had getting you know their products out the door in 2021, 2022, and 2023, this is a really impressive number. But when you when you when you say that, or when you consider that you only need to deliver 24,800 vehicles to break the top five EVs in the U.S., uh, I'm not sure what that says about our EV market. So let's go ahead and break down the 
the numbers here of the top five EVs in the U.S. And we're going to start with the least amount of market share in the top five, all the way up to the top dog, which you could probably already guess who that is. So let's start with the R1S. That's number five. The R1S took 3.4% of market share. The Ford Mach-E, number four, also took 3.4% market share. The ID4 from Volkswagen took 3.9% market share. So that's number five, number four, number three, right? So if you take all three of those vehicles and you add them up, you're right around 11% market share across three different companies. Then we go to the number two spot, which is Model 3 at 17.6% of market share. And honestly, I thought that number would be higher, but, you know, okay, you know, 17.6% is still quite a lot. And then you have the Model Y at 31.9% market share. So all total, these five companies make up close to 60% of the EV market share in the U.S., and Tesla, out of that, makes up 49% just with their two vehicles, the Model Y and the Model 3. But I don't want to take anything away from Rivian's accomplishments. The R1S is a beautiful vehicle. We were actually doing some training at work in a parking garage of a hospital. I counted at least three R1Ss, two R1Ts, and that was just on the first floor. And of course, there was a bunch of Teslas. There was some EV6s. Uh, I didn't see any Hyundais in there. Let's just say doctors and hospital administrators, which are the only ones allowed to park on that floor of the hospital, uh, they enjoy their electric vehicles because uh, there's a lot. There's probably more electric vehicles than ICE vehicles on that floor. That's how many there were. Now, I do have another Rivian story, but I'm going to tell that story in the Tesla segment. Let's move on to Ford. Ford has stopped shipments of hundreds of F-150 Lightnings. They're just sitting in some parking lot in Detroit, which is a popular thing to do. Um, if you're GM and Volkswagen at some point in your in your EV journey, well, Ford now is doing that as well. Uh, the, the, the problem seems to be some sort of quality issue. We don't know what that is. We don't know if it's hardware quality, software quality. I would guess that it's probably something that has to do with hardware uh, we don't know when they'll resume shipping the Lightnings. But if you're looking to buy one and you can't find one, that's probably why. Uh, one more Ford story, and then we'll move on to our Tesla news. Ford EV owners can now officially charge on the supercharger network via a free NACS to CCS1 adapter. Now, I will say it's only free until June 30th, 2024. So if you already own a Ford electric vehicle, you will get a free adapter at some point if you haven't already gotten yours. And if you don't own a Ford vehicle yet, if you buy one before June 30th, 2024, you'll get that adapter for free as well. After that, it will cost you $230, so it's it's pretty expensive. Just in case you were curious, this adapter is designed and sold by Tesla. As far as the charging experience goes, as far as the charging experience goes, Ford EV owners will have to sign up to the Ford Pass app to access the supercharger network. So there's two ways that you can do this. You, you sign up to the Ford Pass app, 
that's mm-hmm. you have to do that no matter what. When you pull up to the supercharger, you can use your app to pay with your credit card information, or you can use the in-car assist app on your Ford, and you can do basically a plug-in charge. Uh, there's some thing, different things that happen on the back end that you're not seeing, but you, you can just plug your car in, charge when you're done, unplug it, walk away, and it'll charge your credit card through the in-car assist app. And when it comes to how much it's going to cost to charge your vehicle, Ford owners will see the cost per kilowatt hour before they begin charging. That way, they'll have a rough idea what the final price will be at the end of their charging session. Session. It's only 9 in the morning, and speech is not coming to me as easily as it should. I'm on my second cup of coffee and I'm still not quite awake. All right, let's go ahead and close out our EV segment. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just real quick, I I just want to give a Patreon plug. I don't talk about Patreon all that much anymore. It's not because I don't want people to support the show. It's because I forget. And uh, so now I'm going to add it in here. If you would like to support this show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com. You can also find different ways to support the show in a link in 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 the show notes. So... Yeah, uh, all the money goes back into the show. None of the Patreon money goes into my own pocket. It just helps pay for different things because, you know, doing a podcast seems like it's uh, cheap and easy, and it's not. Um, it's not ridiculously expensive, but it's it's not free for sure. It does cost money. So, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in supporting the show, please check out the Patreon. 
uh, or the ACAST Plus link, which is again in the show notes. Moving on to our Tesla news, Tesla announced that four automakers will get access to the supercharger network in 2024. So who are those four? Well, it's going to be General Motors. It's going to be Volvo. It's going to be Polestar, which makes sense because Geely owns Volvo and Polestar. And it's going to be Rivian. Now, one thing I forgot to mention, or at least I think I forgot to mention when I was talking about Ford, is version two superchargers will not work with Ford vehicles. And I'm wondering, is that something that's going to be specific to like Ford vehicles, or is that going to apply to all third-party EV manufacturers that have adopted the NAC standard? And if so, is, is this something that's going to go on, you know, in perpetuity, or is this something that could be fixed with a simple software update eventually? When I say simple, it's probably not simple. Is this something that could be fixed with software going forward? I don't know. It may be that Tesla ends up, you know, replacing all those version two superchargers anyway, and it won't be a problem going forward. Uh, let's see here. A uh, little, we don't have much Tesla news, folks. Elon announced that Tesla is planning to release the Tesla Roadster in 2025. Five years late, but who's counting? It's coming. So. If you have one of those, if you were one of those lucky people that had enough referral uh, referrals to get one of these roadsters, I know some people had enough to get a couple of them. Uh, good on you. Uh, you should get your car probably in 2025. And if you have a reservation on one, uh, that's awesome. I am very excited to see what you think of it. Earlier this year, Tesla announced that they were going to do full self-driving transfers if you buy a new Tesla. So if you currently own a Tesla with FSD and you buy a new Tesla, you can transfer without paying any additional cost your full self-driving to your next car, your new car. So one owner traded in their 2017 Model S with full self-driving for a new Model Y. Not only were they able to transfer over the full self-driving, but the car came pre-installed with FSD version 12, which a lot of folks don't have yet. I don't know if everybody who's doing this FSD transfer is getting version 12 pre-installed on the vehicles. Um, but if that's true, that's a nice little customer perk. Also, imagine going from full self-driving back in 2017 with hardware 2 on your Model S to a uh, hardware for version 12 full self-driving now granted all the hardware for features aren't going to be quite there um just because tesla's already said they're they're they've removed some features and they're adding them back slowly but if you're going from 2017 to 2024 that that's a that's a quite a big leap technology wise for your car hopefully tesla is doing this for everyone all right, that is it for our news this week. Stand by for a special report from Allison and Steve Sheridan. In case you missed it at the top of the show, Allison went to the Pivotal Helix booth at CES to chat about their fully electric vertical takeoff and landing. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, a vehicle. It is, uh, it is really cool looking. So I'm going to put a link to Allison's video in the show notes, but this is a single-seater single vehicle. It's got um, drone-like, small drone-like propellers on the front of the vehicle, and it's kind of got a wing 
down low, and then it's got a wing in the back uh, as well that's that's up a little bit higher. And you can actually order this vehicle right now if you want to spend you know between one hundred and sixty and one hundred and eighty thousand dollars on it. But let's go ahead and listen to the audio, and uh, I'll catch you on the other side. You see a lot of interesting things at the shows at uh, CES, but inside Pepcom, I've never been before seen what looks to be a helicopter, but I think Greg Larry's going to correct me immediately and say it's not a helicopter. This is a personal aviation vehicle, also known as an electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. Okay, so tell us about it. What's the, uh, I'm just going to get in my own little VTOL and go flying, huh? You do have the opportunity to fly wherever you want with this aircraft. It's uh it's designed under the FAA's Part 103 uh, uh, regulations, which means that you can fly the aircraft in uh, Class G airspace, which are typically rural or un, uh, unpopulated areas, which represents about approximately 90% of the U.S. land in the United States. Nothing where I live in L.A., but everywhere else, right? As, as with me. Right, so. right, right. So this is an unusual-looking aircraft. Can you describe it for our audio listeners? Yeah, so this, again, is an electric vertical takeoff and landing. It'll, it'll take off directly from this position, uh, pivot straight up, and uh, then convert to cruise flight. And from that point, then, it utilizes the fixed wings or the fixed wing and tilt architecture for efficiencies in flight. Whereas if you did not have the wing, you'd exert a lot more energy in that forward flight momentum. So this particular aircraft has been in design for quite some time, uh, about 10 years. Uh, it's built with complete safety with uh, dual redundancy and in some cases triple redundancy. So you'll see that some of the safety features on the aircraft are dual elevons. Uh, we put floats on the aircraft and the FAA gives us a little bit of a weight benefit by doing that. So in the event of a, uh, uh, a, water, a, landing? a water landing or an emergency water landing, uh, the aircraft will float. Not an intentional water Not landing. Not an intentional one. So, uh, and, and we have tested the aircraft to do takeoff and landings from water, but uh, that's not what the aircraft is designed for. Okay, so across the back here, we've got four propellers. Yeah, you have uh, four motors. Um, again, with uh, redundancies, there's two, uh, two batteries per propulsor, as we call it. Um, the aircraft also has uh, radar altimeters below the wings, one on each side. And that enables the aircraft to um, self-land and also take off automatically. And so two different modes of flight there. So you can take off and command the aircraft to go from cruise, uh, I'm sorry, take off to cruise flight and then take over the aircraft and, and control it from then. And then when you come down to land the aircraft, you pitch the aircraft in the, uh, the landing configuration at 15 feet above ground level, you can program the aircraft to automatically land at that point. Literally so, hands So the, the tricky parts are better done by machines in this case than they are by the... Uh, and again, those are the most critical phases of flight of any aircraft, and we try to make that as simple for the, uh, for the pilots. Wow. So um, it took me a minute to put together that you said E before VTOL, so all it's electric. An all electric. All electric. That's crazy. That's so really the aircraft, cool. aircraft uh, can be charged on a 120-volt circuit. It'll take about eight hours to charge the aircraft at that point. But there's also a fast-charging option for the aircraft that allow it to, in some cases, uh, charge as uh, low as 45 minutes up to two hours. And then that allows the pilots to get back up into the air and, and go have fun. I was going to say, I think that's faster than my car. That is. Um, so how long can you fly? 
Uh, a little over 20 miles and 20 minutes are the limits. So, again, under uh, FAA Part 103, we're limited to 62 uh, miles an hour. So we use 60 miles an hour as the uh, as the speed. So. Okay, and you said 20 minutes you can fly? Yeah, 20 minutes or roughly 20 miles. So it, depending upon where you're flying to, if you're going from point A to point B, and you have uh, terrain obstacles, heavy traffic that you can go around in a relatively unpopulated manner, um, it's a significant commute opportunity for somebody. Yeah, this could be really interesting. So uh, this is obviously a prototype we're standing in front of, but uh, where, when do you expect to actually have this in production? The aircraft is it was announced to sail for the general public about three hours ago. Oh, my goodness. For delivery, really? for delivery uh, after June 10th. Now I got to ask you, what's the uh, price point on this? Uh, the base price is one hundred ninety thousand, with the the uh, ultimate package, if you will, uh, two hundred sixty thousand dollars. It's actually a lot less than I expected it to be. So, if people wanted to learn about Pivotal, where would they go? They go to pivotal.aero, and there's a website. If somebody wants to purchase the aircraft, there's a nominal two hundred fifty dollar non refundable deposit, and then there's a process uh, that that flows from there that secures your shipping window date. And then the aircraft delivers beyond June 10th. And are there pilot qualifications for the human? The, uh, again, there does not have to be a pilot uh, certification. Uh, we train the pilots, and uh, we've already trained some initial owners, some, some early adopter uh, uh, owners. And it ranges anywhere from 10 to less hours, depending upon their skill sets and capabilities. In some cases, it might take a little bit longer. Wow, that's really cool. Well, thank you very much, Greg. This is really neat. My pleasure. Thanks for coming. I have two questions for the folks in the kilowatt community. Question number one is, would you buy this? If you had all of the money in the world, money's no issue, would you buy this? That's the first question. Number two, if you would buy it, what would your use case be? Shoot me an email. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I'm curious as to what your answers are. All right, let's go ahead and end the show. I want to thank Steve and Allison for being so generous with their CES content with me this year. I would encourage you to go to podfeet.com because everything good starts with podfeet.com and check out what they're doing. And then Steve also has a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash S. P. Sheridan. Links will be in the show notes. So please go and visit and support what they are doing because they are supporting what we're doing here at Kilowatt. And I am proud to be part of their communities and I am proud to have them as part of our community here at Kilowatt. So go out and and expand your community, I guess is what I'm saying. And while you're at it, go check out the SMR podcast because next Friday, Rod Simmons is going to come on and we're going to talk about the Rivian R2 platform and their big announcement, which will happen on Thursday, March 7th. So Rod's going to come on on March 8th. So I'm looking forward to that chat. It's been a minute since Rod's been on. All right. If you, again, if you want to contact me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on X at 918digital. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you next week. 